Hey, hello, welcome, or welcome back. You know, I guess it's kind of weird to start off an introductory peace show episode with a welcome back, but sometimes it feels right. You know, you just got to follow your gut. And I've learned to live that way. Unless my gut is telling me to go to Arby's, and then I know my gut for sure is being led astray. Because if you ever want to go to Arby's, you are just in the wrong, and that is end of discussion. I think that there's many other fast food choices that could be better, and I just think that Arby's always leads to unhappiness and displeasure. Their fries are good, I will give it that, but everything else about Arby's, in my opinion, is just inferior to other fast food restaurants. Now that we're done with that, we're getting that out of the way. I present to you episode one of I Know What You're Thinking. Is water wet? What is the best greeting to give as a salutation? As a hello? Is it hi? Hey, you over there. Howdy. You know, there's so many of them. What utensil is the most versatile? Is it rude to lean your seat back on an airplane? These are the questions that plague society. What I've found is that I have way too much free time on my hands and a strange fascination with trying to answer and dig a little bit deeper on the questions that I just mentioned. So what are we going to do today? We're going to dig into one of those questions. No, no, no. It's not a one of those mentions. It's something that every household can relate to. And you've probably already had debates about with some of your closest friends, maybe former friends, depending on if they agree with you or not. And the question that I want to talk about today, go into a little bit more detail, kind of give you my thoughts on, give you a little bit of background that hopefully you've not heard about before. Is a hot dog a sandwich? And I know, I know, I can hear, I can hear all the, the comments typing now, the, the Twitter fingers flying. It's a very old question. It comes around every few years and there's not really ever a good way to get it answered. If you are a believer that the hot dog is a sandwich, uh, you're gonna basically stick by that. And if you think that a hot dog is not a sandwich for whatever unknown reason, then you're always gonna think like that. To get it out of the way up front, I am a sandwicher. I believe that hot dogs, in fact, are sandwiches and deserve to be treated as such. But before we get into that, I just want everyone to stop for a second, maybe give this a little pause and come up with a definition for you. What does a sandwich mean? What does it mean for something to be a sandwich? Because I think that will kind of shape the conversation, shape how you think of this entire discussion if you have a good definition of what a sandwich is. So go ahead, think about it for a little bit, take as much time as you need. When you come back, we'll be ready to talk about it because I think it is important that you have a definition, at least a definition of your own that you can come back to. Got it? Wonderful. Now, I'm gonna name some objects. I want you to think if these objects fit within your definition of a sandwich. Basically, do you think that these things are sandwiches or not? We're gonna start off easy and then we're gonna kinda of go all over the place. So just kinda of stick with me, I'm gonna name a few. Kinda of rapid fire. Number one, a sandwich. Seems pretty simple enough. I assume that most people would have that sandwich inside of their sandwich umbrella, if you will. What about an empanada? What about a dumpling? What if I folded a pizza in half and gave it to you? A burger? Lasagna. How about a Subway sandwich? And I know, Subway, not the best sub place, but we can just work with me here, just semantics. What about a Pop-Tart? What about two crackers with cheese in the middle? And then a hot dog. If stuff like that is interesting to you, or some of those bothered you, you should actually see the full list 
Um, I think there's a very good site out there. It's a quiz you can take. It's called Is This a Sandwich? Net app. That's N E T L I F Y dot A P P. And you can take a quiz and kind of see where you rank in the uh, spectrum of sandwich hierarchy, I guess. I got a neutral good. That was my that was my range, um, which means that I'm ingredient neutral. What that means is basically as long as the thing has the right shape that a sandwich should have, which is two carbohydrates, bread, bread ish type things on the outside with meat or something in the middle that is not uh, more bread <laughs> effectively, then I'm OK with it. Uh, the ingredients don't really matter to me, but I think that the structure should be more traditional than I think other people may feel. With that said, I do think that a hot dog does, in fact, fit within my realm of what I would consider a traditional sandwich to look like, at least in my opinion. But now that we've talked about, OK, what do we think of now current foods? Where do they fall into our hierarchy? Let's take a look back. What is the actual definition, the Webster definition of a sandwich? I will read it to you now. The Webster definition for sandwiches, an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other filling between them, eaten as a light meal. But where did the sandwich come from? Where did that name come from? Or where did the thing that we now know as a sandwich come from? So back in the Middle Ages, they actually had this thing that was called trenchers. And what a trencher was, traditionally, was this piece of flat, stale bread that they almost used as a, a plate. Think of kind of like a the original bread bowl from Panera, which is ironic considering what we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Think about that, but just way back in the day. They were doing this ages ago. Panera didn't invent the wheel here. Uh, the Middle Ages, they had these trenchers. And they were basically used as a plate. You would eat off of it, and then after your meal was done, you could soak it in sauce and kind of have that, have that as a palate cleanser. But traditionally, these plates, I say with quotations, were given to um, either the poor or scraps for dogs. Just kind of something interesting. These, so that was like the first piece of bread that we talked about that could be kind of conceived as a, a sandwich, you know? If I guess if you had two trenchers, you put them on top of each other and put something in the middle, that may consist of what we consider now as a sandwich. But obviously they were more using it as a utensil and not thinking as a, a light meal that they could carry around. So where did the modern sandwich come from? It's actually named after John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich. That was his name. He lived from 1718 to 1792. He held a lot of different different titles in England. He was a postmaster. He was a political head of the Royal Navy. And he held a cabinet position in the British government as a secretary of state for the Northern Department, which now is known as a foreign affairs department. So how did John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, have his name attached to something so delicious and that we talk about so often? Unfortunately for John, it seems like he wasn't that good at any of his jobs. A quote about his life says, seldom has a man held so many offices and accomplished so little. That's terrible. I hope no one ever describes me like that. I would feel really bad about myself. And uh, that's, just, that's just such a terrible quote to have out there for everyone to see. Anyways, what John would do instead of his jobs is it seemed like he had somewhat of a gambling addiction. And so he would play cards all the time, he'd be betting. And what he didn't want to have happen is when he was eating, he didn't want to have to use both hands, and he especially didn't want to have grease get onto the cards and that would kind of ruin his game. So what he decided to do is he wanted to order um, basically just a ham and cheese sandwich. And so he would ask his valets or his company or his staff, whoever it was, to go get him 
that that object at the time they didn't call it a sandwich um and then rumor has it as i said earlier that uh he ordered it so often that his friends would call it can i get the same as sandwich and eventually they just dropped the same as and then now it's known as a sandwich and that's where we uh we get that term from just a fun fact for you Interestingly enough, so that's that happened in 17, but in his lifetime. So 17, 18, 17, 19, too. That's kind of where the sandwich term, uh, the modern sandwich at least, is kind of came to be. But that's not where sandwich drama ends. There's sandwiches in the news all the time. One of the more interesting things that I found while doing a little bit of background for this is uh, in 2006, sandwiches made it to the mainstream in the worst way possible. And I mean that they were in our legal system. And you're asking yourself, how could a sandwich possibly be in our legal system. What what could that even mean? How, how does that even come to be? So let me talk about it. There's a 2006 case. It's called White City versus PR Restaurants. Happened in Boston, Massachusetts. The courts were called in to decide if a shopping center breached its non-compete clause by allowing another restaurant to move in. Okay, so basically what that means is that the shopping center had signed a Panera Bread which is why I said funny enough when I mentioned it earlier. And in that lease, it said that the landlord can't give space for a, quote, bakery or restaurant reasonably expected to have annual sales of sandwiches greater than 10% of its total sales. What does White City Shopping Center do? They go out and they get a Cadoba. okay? They sign Cadoba. They say, Cadoba, come on, we wanna get your delicious queso, probably the best burritos of all the chain quick service Mexican food places, in my opinion, again, out of all of them, Come in, come to it, come into our shopping center. Panera says, hold on, hold on, hold on. You signed a non-compete with us. Cadoba's gonna take some of our sandwich business away. The White City Shopping Center says, that doesn't make any sense. How could burritos, quesadillas, tacos, those aren't sandwiches. And uh, Panera, or PR Restaurants, the, the owner in this case, says, um, uh, you're wrong. And so they had to take it to court. So the court had to ask itself, what is a sandwich? And do tacos, quesadillas, and burritos fall under that jurisdiction enough so that Panera has an actual reasonable claim to lay on this? And so uh, they had to show some witnesses and they had some expert chefs talk about this. And expert chef Chris Schleisinger said, I know of no chef or culinary historian who would call a burrito a sandwich. Indeed, the notion would be absurd to any credible chef or culinary historian. <laughs> it's just so funny just that that Chipotle or sorry, excuse me, that Panera would conceive that burritos could be considered a sandwich. It makes no sense to me. Um, and actually, the reason why this case actually got decided in favor of um, the landlord, the leasing agency, the shopping center was because the lease itself didn't specifically define a sandwich. Um, and the court found that, quote, this argument does not change the fact that burritos, quesadillas, and tacos are not commonly understood to mean sandwiches. And because Panera failed to use specific language or definition for sandwiches when they signed their lease, it is bound to the language and the most common meaning attributable to sandwiches that the parties agreed upon when the lease was drafted. It means that Panera couldn't just start changing the meanings of sandwiches whenever they wanted just because they didn't like that there was another food restaurant being invited into the shopping center while they were there. But that was back in 2006 and doesn't actually answer the question of is a hot dog a sandwich? Just kind of interesting that a court has actually weighed in on the fact that a burrito is not a sandwich, that a taco is not a sandwich, and that a quesadilla is not a sandwich. All of which I actually agree with because, the again, the thing is the, the burrito is just one rolled tortilla. That's all it is. How could that possibly be a sandwich? It does have fillings in it. Uh, it's not a roll or two slices of bread as I think would more constitute an actual sandwich. 
the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, or the NHDSC for short, has actually weighed in on this question a, a lot more. Now, they may be a little bit biased because they are the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, but in, with a poll conducted in 2016, they found that 55% of Americans believe incorrectly, in my opinion, that a hot dog was not a sandwich to the 33% who believe that it is. That same council also put out a list of 12 reasons why there is no chance a hot dog could ever be called a sandwich. And my favorite from that list is they were saying that calling a hot dog a sandwich is like calling the Dalai Lama just a guy. Hilarious. Another one, one of the ones that I liked was ESPN isn't televising sandwich eating contests. You don't go to the ballpark and hear someone call, get your sandwiches, get your sandwiches here because it's not a sandwich. I don't necessarily disagree with, with, with some of those reasonings, but at the same time, I don't think that those cases are made in uh, good faith necessarily, as you have to remember that it is the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Unfortunately for them, however, New York state tax does in fact tax hot dogs as if they were sandwiches with a quote from their website that says, a sandwich can be as simple as a buttered bagel or roll or as elaborate as a six foot toasted submarine sandwich. What's funny about this, this tax is that they also tax burritos in the same category as regular bagels, sandwiches, and hot dogs, which makes the whole thing even more confusing. It kind of says to me that no one really has any idea what's going on. It's just a whole bunch of people putting up different opinions, making it a lot more difficult to make a concrete case as to one why one is better than the other. Speaking of concrete cases, I don't think there's anything more concrete than the highest court in the land, this is the Supreme Court, which is why I trust anybody who is on the Supreme Court in making this decision. And uh, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's the former Supreme Court Justice from 1993 to 2020 when she passed away. She actually weighed in on this issue. In 2018, she was on the Stephen Colbert Show, and he actually asked her this exact question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? You're asking me? Well, you tell me what a sandwich is, and then I'll tell you if a hot dog is a sandwich. I won't bore you with the actual back and forth of what they said, but basically she asked Colbert to define what he thought a sandwich was. And what he said was that a sandwich uh, is a piece of meat between two things of bread. And I think it's, uh, again, kind of summarizing here, um, but that's basically what he said. And based off his definition, she said that a hot dog was a sandwich. And I don't know about you, but being on the same side as RBG seems like a good idea. She's not the only celebrity or infamous person to have weighed in on the sandwich debate, as every single person basically has, has their own definition of what a sandwich is and seems to have an even stronger opinion on why or why they aren't correct. So just to name a few, Key and Peele don't think that hot dogs are a sandwich. They think that they are subs, but for some reason they don't think that subs count as sandwiches. Rashad Jennings doesn't think that hot dogs are a sandwich. Jose Batista doesn't really care for the sandwiches. He says he'll eat them either way, and the, the naming them a hot dog or a sandwich doesn't really bother him. Serena Williams, no chance a hot dog is a sandwich. Kirk Cousins does. He says as long as it's a meat between two pieces of bread, he thinks that's a sandwich. Ben Schwartz kind of had a cop out here. He says that uh, he thinks that hot dog, the hot dog itself, the actual hot dog is not a sandwich obviously but the hot dog between the two pieces of bread which i think most people consider when i'm when i'm talking about a hot dog i assume most people are talking about the actual hot dog between two buns and not just a singular hot dog he does think that's a sandwich eddie lacy my guy 
thinks that the hot dogs are sandwiches. And Donovan McNabb does not think that hot dogs are sandwiches. Just to name a few, I think you could basically find any celebrity. Um, so many have answered this question over time that it's it's almost just a a tradition at this point to ask them every couple of years. You know, somebody's going to get riled up about it, and then the NFL, NHL. NBA, WNBA, WNSL, the reporters are just going to go out and just ask everybody and try and get some some drama built up, you know, just ruffling some feathers, you know. So to borrow a phrase um, from one of the hottest podcasts on the planet right now, Still Eligible, it's like a traveling sports podcast that uses comedy to entertain sports savvy audiences at Still Eligible on all social platforms. I'll leave you with this. If you said, bring me a sandwich and someone brought you a hot dog, would you be confused? Would you be mad? Would you be upset or would you be like, you know what? That's fair. If you showed up at a party and it was a sandwich party, you know, it's like middle of the day. It's like a, a lunch, you know, and they said they were going to serve sandwiches. And, you know, they had traditional sandwiches. They had ham and cheese, they had some sub rolls and there are hot dogs. Would you be mad at those people? Would you think, wow, I can't believe I was bamboozled. I was tricked. There's no reason that these disgusting pieces of meat should be here. Probably not. But something to think about. You know, as they say, a little bit of food for thought. I'm Ben Worski, and this has been A Note to Thinking. I'll talk to you next time.